you said we're not friends anymore. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe she did that, man. That is unreal. Well, I was gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Man. Is one of my two best friends having fun. Around. That's what it's all about. Surprise! The boys are back, and we are in LA, back. and it feels really good, doesn't it? Yeah, Let's go. it sure does. You know, we're we're back by popular demand. We took uh, probably a good five to six months yeah. off of the curfew, um, and we had a last episode that we've just kind of left hanging for a really long time, and so we finally decided that now would be the right time to come back and make the final episode of season two of The Curfew. That's right. And, and also, uh, you know, cue off season three. Yep, it's yeah. in the works, it and is we're works. excited about it. Yeah. Um, and we won't leave you guys hanging as long as we did. Yeah. That was our biggest gap. That was a big gap. I'm but, sure uh, <laughs> some people <laughs> are uh, maybe frustrated with us. Maybe we, we yeah. kind of left the... Uh, Left the followers behind. Yeah, but, a little bit. Uh, but uh, we're back. We're back, back by popular demand. We are here to stay. We are happy to announce that after a long deliberation period, we've decided that the network has extended the curfew yes. to season yeah. three. Instead of going to a new podcast, uh, as we were previously mm-hmm. discussing on episodes prior, we decided that it would be better if we just stuck with this one and continued to expand it, make it mm-hmm. better. Uh, so that's what we're, we're planning on doing. We're yeah, we're it. sticking with it. Yep. So we're excited to be back. Let's start the recap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lots of stuff to go over. I don't know yeah. if we'll touch Hit on, it all. Hit it all. Yeah. Efficiently. But, um, I guess the big news is that Ari and I now live in Los Angeles, California. That's correct. West Hollywood. West California. Hollywood, California. Yeah. Um, uh, Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah. the, the big, I mean, what really shook us up was, um, you just hearing the news about employment. Yes. Ari got employment yeah. news immediately right after the last episode. It's yeah, like pretty a week, soon after. A weekend. Um, and yeah. we had to pack just up and move. Pack and up shop. And we had to, you know, we came out here. Ari started work. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's very, I, yeah. I do want to commend Ross for a sec because it's very important to note that we had both been in agreement that if one of us became employed mm-hmm. and the other didn't, uh, um, initially, we would both commit yeah. to coming out here mm-hmm. uh, and making it work and figuring something out um, so that we could both live in the same place. And there was no period of time where we wouldn't be living right. in the same place. So essentially, right. I got the call that I had become employed mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. I moved out. And then four days later, Ross moved out, you know, mm-hmm. and we found a place, made yeah. it all happen. So, yeah, finding the place was. Uh... It was, it was all it was, Ross. It was my job. Yeah. Um, and let me say, finding a place in Los Angeles is... Not... Not easy. Not easy to find one that you're no. comfortable with right, initially. Right. right. You right. Know. Lots of scams. Yeah. Um, yeah. I went to oh one... Oh my gosh. Yeah. I went to one or four or five that uh, you go in and it's not what it looks like on the on the photos. Um, the carpet looks like the carpet at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And it, it's it's gross and grimy, and then you call the realtor and ask if there's if this is the right one. They're like, yeah, it's the right one. The photos are old, but uh, the photos are, are edited. <laughs> <laughs> there's a difference so, between old and not the right word choice. Edited, yeah, edited. Um, so we we filtered through the scammers and we found this place. Yeah. 
which the, we are recording the, as our new the new studio. studio. Yeah, yeah, it's the which new is studio. Pretty wild. Um, we haven't named it yet. No, we've gone through a couple options. Ari, what's your big name that you like? My big name. <laughs> It has no relevance to anything. They're but all arbitrary. Yeah, names. they're arbitrary names because we're kind of arbitrary people. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, but the name that I wanted for our apartment is Jelly Square. Yeah, it's but good. Jelly Square is in response to Ross's initial name, and your initial name was Carrot Town. Carrot Town. <laughs> <laughs> Both Ni- great neither vote online for which you think is better. Um, oh, but, LA's got uh, crime. I don't know if you can hear that. Yeah. As we discuss our new studio, I want to disclose that yeah. the sound is not a, quite as good as our old Boulder studio. Yeah. And you will hear sirens. You will hear children running through and jump roping <laughs> because we live in a family. <laughs> we live in a very residential, <laughs> very, yeah. very uh, thriving Russian community. Yes. And in LA. many other sounds that are unpredictable. Yeah. Because um, we live in Los Angeles. We do, yeah. yeah. But uh, that kind of makes it a little more fun, yeah, you know, little is. little window into the reality mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um. So anyway, back to the story. Yeah. Um. We, we found this place. Yeah. Um. A, a a life hack, a rent hack. Yeah. Really is a a we, rent hack, aka yeah. a hack for people who yeah. don't make a lot of money. <laughs> if Us. you don't make a lot of money and you just graduated college. Here's a hack for you. Go for it, Ross. Find a one-bedroom apartment with your friend. Find a large one-bedroom apartment and and purchase room division walls. Mm-hmm. I call them sushi walls, which I have them because they are <laughs> – they, they look like, like the ones decor, in, in, a sushi, in restaurant sushi restaurants. Decor, yeah. Yes. Um, they do. And that's, uh, that's the truth. You divide the living room in half. One half is the bedroom. One half is the living room. Yeah, I live in the half that is designated as my master bedroom, and it's yeah. great. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Um, Ari right. likes to say that I don't have a room. Well, I don't. But I do. I don't say that. I just feel a little bad because Ross volunteered himself to live in the half kitchen area it's slash room. living room to live area. in my room. Yeah, it's your room. Okay, yeah. um, and I have like a very large. Room. I'd say the room is very big. It's very big. Yeah, it's a really large room. I don't know what to do with all the space. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I feel bad sometimes. As you should. Yeah, as I should. But he volunteered. (laughs) The the beauty of it is that either of us, and this is true, either of us were willing to take it. I said I was Mm -hmm. willing to take it, but he said he was willing to take it first. Yeah. And so I didn't stop him. I'm happy with this. It feels like I live in a studio. Yeah. Um, Like a... Yeah, an artsy studio with the wide open feel. Yeah. Um, but um, <clears throat> anyway, now we live here. Yeah. Um, what else about it? I we, mean, we moved in like pretty pretty soon quick. after that. Yeah, pretty quick after we yeah found it and after we got. Oh here. Well, well, I mean, to um, the equalizer is mm-hmm. that I have the parking spot. That's true. That's yeah. That's, that that is that's true. That is actually important to talk about. Yeah. yeah. There's one parking spot that's here. How it's equal. The other spot is the other means of parking is driving up and down the street that we live mm-hmm. on or the street next to us to figure out you know an open spot that you can parallel park in. So that's not the most convenient at times, especially if I'm working later hours and I come back at 10 p.m. A lot of those spots are taken and I have to drive around the block for sometimes a very long amount of time, like sometimes 45 minutes or more to find a spot. 
But as I'm doing it, I think, okay, at least I have, have four room. walls. Right. And I remind Ari every time he gets frustrated, think about your bedroom. Think about all the how walls. nice it is. Think all about all the walls. walls. There are so the many real walls. walls. There are real walls. Not, not paper mache. Not, not paper mache. Paper mache walls. <laughs> oh, man. Which mine are. Yeah. And that's okay. But um, anyway, we're happy with our place. It's great. Yes. Um, really walkable. We walk to yes. places such as Ralph's. Which is um, a grocery, grocery store, store in LA, grocery store. Colorado listeners. Yes. Um, where else do I go? Uh, Target is closed. Yep. Um, Melrose. Melrose, which is a which popular is a shopping. Very streetwear centric shopping center, which yep. is great. Yep. I love it. Um, we, are, we have become very thrift. Thrift, thrift savvy. Yeah, thrift, thrift savvy. savvy. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's great. I have yeah, a whole new wardrobe. Fun. Yeah, it's great. I wear shirts from it is fun. the 80s, and it's cool. Mm-hmm. I love it. Very hipster. L.A. Yes, L.A. hipster. L.A. Dude. vintage. Uh-huh. Ideas here. Yeah, but... Uh, uh, but so much has happened. Let's let's accelerate. Yeah, let's, what, um, let's accelerate um, here. We live in West Hollywood. That's been established. Yeah. Um, we both now work at talent agencies. Yes, um, yeah. That's, you know, that's what I'll the say about our profession yeah. is yeah. both of us work at talent agencies. Now, and, yeah. yeah. Um, um, it's a very... Diligent, rigorous lifestyle. Yes. And it's crazy. And long hours. Yeah. Long hours. Hard work. That's um, all we'll say about it. Um, yep. But it's, you know, but it's what you got to do yep. to come out and pursue these careers. Me working on the music side, Ross working on the film side. Yep. Um, different talent agencies. Which is a yeah. cool little duo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I'll say about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's been exciting. Very exciting. So I'd say we could go into the dynamic of what it was like the first few months we lived okay. here. Um, okay. So that's, you know, on the table yeah. um, where Ross was very much working hard to find I was employment grinding. for a while. Yeah. yeah. You want to talk um, about that? It was a, it was a battle. Mm-hmm. I worked at a country club um, in Beverly Hills um, in the golf operations. Correct. Um, department. Um, not as glamorous as I put that euphemism on it. I uh, drove a tractor. A tractor. <laughs> A tractor, which is a large vehicle, um, to pick up golf balls and um, spread out the, the sod for the grass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. The sod for the grass. Just just what everybody wants to do out of college. Yeah. But uh, that's what I did. Um, that leads me to my cringe of the week. Do you want to go to cringe? Well, let's not go there quite yet. Okay. Um, but I do want to say first that this is... I'd say this is very much an ode to everybody who just graduated. Yeah. And to those okay. of you who are still in college maybe that are listening as well. Um, and that reality is that the first few months that you're out of school, things might not go exactly the way that you planned them, which is shitty when you think about it. Um, and I do want to take this moment to rant on this even more now that we're on this <laughs> side. And it's something that we ranted about continually while we were in college. It's like, hey – Pay a lot of money, go to this school for four years, and fuck it. Yeah. All my, I'm thinking about all my family members who are like, we listened to your last podcast about your graduation. <laughs> yeah. and, man, Ari, like, you really don't like your college. And it's like, it's not like that necessarily. But it is important to note that, that college is a social construct and a lot of people go and think it's guaranteed post-grad employment at exactly where you want to be. Um, also guaranteed knowledge and like, money and, and yeah, money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you pay to get paid afterwards. And that is not the case for a lot of people, unless you're going into, um, you know, 
engineering. Or, for yeah. most, for I mean, most, for a uh, lot of these liberal arts yeah. degrees, especially, you're 100%. not going to be getting exactly what you want yeah. right after you graduate. Um, and I was lucky enough yeah. to get employment pretty soon after I graduated, mm-hmm. but Ross had to grind. Yeah. Which, La- which manual labor. I, manual I mean, labor. I, yeah, I did manual labor. And I mean, it's just a, it's a lot of waiting. It's a lot of networking. I, I hate the, the axiom that like, it's all about who you know, but especially in the entertainment industry, which Ari and I both work in, it's, it's very true. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot of, I mean, I thought of it, I would be meticulous and get a job at a country club, which a lot of industry um, people, high start, profile yeah. people work in, you know, you get to know them. You, I went on numerous coffee dates, um, lunches, emails. I mean, it's, it's just, it's so much um, chance. Correspondence. Yeah, chance. it's just it's leaving just, it to chance. Yeah, it really is. A is. lot of what and then, it, And then finally, one hits. It all, it only takes one. I think I applied to maybe I, I did. I applied to yeah. over a thousand jobs yeah. from March. And I yeah. yeah. And one. One one hits and yeah. it's great. Um yeah. and the feeling is euphoric. Wow. It was I'm still like on a freaking ride right yeah. now. It's amazing. Um and it feels great because I mean it pays off all of those uh, golf balls picked up in the tractor, yeah, yeah. it pays off and it's and you are where you are now and you're starting a career. And it's exactly. Great. Yeah. Um, so it's led him, you know, to this point, but obviously the journey here was a lot harder than anticipated yeah. after four years of yeah. another journey that was not the easiest, you know, being college and then another six months or so of grinding continual applications and manual labor yeah balancing the two to finally connect something uh but you you know you got connections so we're really happy now um really happy to be back back recording and Mm -hmm. employed um but it was a long road for sure yeah yeah absolutely um but to those of you who doubted us we're happy to say we are in los angeles after a whole year of discussing it and we are recording here. We're employed here, and we're, and in a we're routine. stable. We're in a routine. Yeah, we're stable. Yeah, um, we've lived here since June 9th, about for yeah. me, and for you, June probably fifteenth. Yeah, and we've been here ever since. We did the whole summer here. We're already mm-hmm. almost to the winter, which I cannot which believe. Isn't um, really a, which, a thing. Yeah, which isn't a thing yeah. in yeah. LA, other than saying that it is technically the season of winter. Yeah, um, that's another thing that we've had that's to a adjust calendar to. Season. Yeah, it's a calendar season. Whereas Not growing much. up in Colorado, mm-hmm. winter was it's winter a season. All seasons are seasons, right? Climate wise, in Colorado, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not here, and here, I love it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm about it. I am too. I, I it's interesting though, because sometimes I just feel like it's kind of Groundhog Day yeah. situation. You know, I wake up every day and everything looks the exact same. <laughs> you know, it's so funny to me. But I'm not complaining. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you sound. I'm not complaining. Obviously, I knew that this is what I was walking into because everyone talks. Oh, you're moving to LA, you're going to miss the seasons. You're going to miss the seasons so much. Stay in Colorado. Colorado's better. <laughs> <laughs> you must stay. stay with us. Yeah. Um, October. Little little post Halloween return here. Yeah. Halloween was intense here. Yeah, Halloween was yeah. ridiculous here. Um, but yeah, I mean that pretty much catches yeah. catches them up, I'd say. Yeah, to what's going on with us and we're just doing the postgraduate you know, adult 
life. Mm-hmm. Those 2018ers call it adulting. Don't say it. That's my least favorite word. Adulting. You know. Your cringe of the Don't week use is it. that that word is that was just spoken out of my mouth. Um, it's my cringe of yeah, the week. It's yeah, it's a shit word. It's very interesting in terms of all of our sim humor, which of course will continue on in this podcast, even though yes. we're not making a podcast on it directly about it um it's very interesting to see the root the uh, repetitive posting and language around postgraduate life yeah. now it's not you know college lingo it's this repetitive post-graduate, post-graduate like i'm such a grandma slash grandpa <laughs> i'm so old i sit at home bed. i walk dogs i take Dog out mom. the trash oh a You're a mom. human. <laughs> yeah. It is it is uh repetitive. That's the right yeah. that's the right word. I'd say so. Um, um but I like it. I I, I like it more. I like being, taking out the you trash. like being postgraduate more yes, than being I like taking out the trash. Yeah. I like having responsibility. Mm-hmm. I like having like a, a sense of routine. Yeah. And I like like having more um t- it it feels like I'm like interacting more with like everything around me. Yeah, yeah. I it agree. Feels better. It feels better. It it's very interesting, and it feels like I have more control weirdly yeah. over my life, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, it just feels right. But yeah, if I had to do one more one more year of college, I'd we're go going crazy. back to the last I'd, one we posted. Yeah. But I mean, I, it's just it's time. I'd go crazy. Yeah, yeah. we were re- by the cool. time. Obviously, we don't have to say this, but I yeah. will say it. By the time we finished. We were very much yes. so done. Yes. But, you know, you just got back from a, a trip over yeah. to... We Denver. had homecoming. Yeah. Last week. And uh, it was nice. It was good to see everyone. I loved seeing the people that I... Um, it's picking up. I loved seeing everybody that um, I saw. I saw all my old good friends, and that's always refreshing. And um, that's really the only thing I miss from being back at school. But, uh, I mean... There were things that I saw that I was glad that I don't see any longer. Yes. <laughs> I, I understand. I understand. So yeah. there's that. That is um, good. But life is crazy. Ari yeah. and I have been talking about just how wild the human experience is. Yes. While we're we now might... we're entering the like coming of age stage where you think of like how crazy life is. We going going we went on a hike today. Yeah. And like you just like look at these people and dogs and like you empathize like what people are pursuing mm-hmm. and it's it, it's, it's it's crazy wild. it's yeah. it is crazy to see i mean just your reality is so weird and relative you know spending most of our lives in colorado and then all of a sudden we wake up every morning in los angeles mm-hmm. and we're like you know los angeles is very different from denver slash boulder where we yeah. grew up and went to college um just so different. It's it's a lot harder in most ways. It's a lot more rewarding in all ways, I would say. Um, but it's it's interesting and it's hard to reality check yourself and think like, this is where I've been, this is where I am, and this is where I'm going. Those are, you know, it's weird to think about that. Thinking like, well, my, my idea of where I'm going is completely different at age 22 slash 23 than it was when I was age 18. And, and age 14, you know, and it's like, well, this is where I am now. And having that idea and understanding mm. it is, is weird. It's really weird. And it's like semi like hallucinogenic, hallucinogenic is, yes. in a way yeah. it feels like. Yeah. I mean, I mean, totally. 
it's just crazy. It's it's wild to think that we could have done this at any point in our lives, and it would have felt you know the the same crazy right. way. But we just chose to do it now, and right. it just like it, it's crazy how easy it is to change your life so so fast. But we only did it now. Right. That's that's what I'm trying to say. But you know, we say easy, but it's it's not well, easy. It's but it's, not it's easy. But to you do can it do it. But though. you can you can make the choice. Yeah. The choice to do it is easy. Yeah. But then to live with the the rewards the, the, and the and risks the, yeah. of your choice, that's hard. <coughs> yeah, but I like, agree. You can. You can literally just pack up a suitcase, move somewhere, try and, yeah. and you seek can try. a job. You can and, try. Yeah, you, you can, can always like, try. You can always yeah. try. That's how we, yeah. it's easy to try. I mean, but like, you yeah. try until you succeed, you know? Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that, we sound like, yeah, we've been in LA <laughs> for five months, but uh, this is now a motivational entrepreneurial no podcast. More. Yeah, fuck uh, that. Fuck that. But end it. Back to my strong fucks. My yeah. apparently my grandpa listened to the podcast during our time <laughs> off. Um, this is a funny thing to talk about. You know, he said like, "Well, Ari sure uh, he really doesn't like his school. He uses a lot of bad words. You know, make sure that he doesn't talk about his employer the same way oh he talks gosh. about his school. I'm smarter than that. But I appreciate my grandpa's listen. I appreciate my grandpa's listen. He's a great grandpa." Um, but, uh, you know, how, how is a grandpa going to react to this podcast? <laughs> how is anyone's not, grandpa? It's not our gonna, target market. Yeah. Going to react to the <laughs> podcast. You know, I appreciate the support so much. I really do. Uh, but, but no one's grandpa is going to listen to this and be like, wow, these kids are so profound. <laughs> They're so intelligent and reflective. This is what I want to listen to. Yeah. Weekly. Yeah. Um, so needless to say, maybe don't show us to your grandpa. No. Um, like uh, my mom showed us to mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else we got? Um, what else we got? We could go to the cringes. You want to go to cringes the now? Yeah, we might as well go to the um, cringes now. Okay. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. Jingle. Jingle. The cringe of the week. Cringe. My cringe of the week, but cringe of the week is cringe of the time past. Yeah, yeah. Um, my cringe is a large cringe that I had to, I was cringing for a long, sustained time yeah. at the country club, was uh, an, an incident where a member at the country club accused me of theft. Yeah. And, um... Ooh, it was a it's pretty wild. Yeah, it was I pretty. Mean, it was a wild ride. Yeah, uh, this member. So I was in charge of the the golf bags. One of, you know, a small staff that that had access to the golf bags, and this member left a very expensive brand of watch. Maybe you've heard of it, Rolex. Rolex, 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 got me Yeah, with the side of ranch. Mm-hmm. Um. He thought I stole a Rolex, um, and he accused me, and it would, uh, it affected where I would work um, throughout the day. Yeah, I used to, you know, work up and interact with the members, but because of this accusation, I could only work out in, in the golf course, far from sight, far from interaction, no connection to anybody. It's pretty, pretty. Um, yeah, and I and I the, worked. You know, the 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 country club told you yes. that you could not. Well, they didn't tell me. They but just they implied strategically. It. They strategically assigned me 
to where I would never right. be in front. Well, we of were people. worried for a second that you would lose the job. Because oh, right, of a yeah. false accusation. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. It's um, like a making a murderer type it, yeah. situation. You, and there's no, there, I, I had no um, alibi. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I worked the day. Um, there's no cameras to prove me innocent. Right. There was nothing to prove me innocent. So right. it was, it was a nightmare. Um, and so I, I worked guilty until proven innocent yes. for some reason is the mm-hmm. tactic that the country club took against Ross. Yeah. Which is very fucking annoying. Fuck them. <laughs> oh, wow. It was yeah. the worst. I felt like I felt guilty even though I didn't do it. Like just people looked at me like so <laughs> angrily. And people like the sim like, made I you felt, think yeah. that you did. I felt like a criminal. Steal a Here I am like out changing my lifestyle and everybody's mm. looking at me like, oh, that dirty kid. Yeah, Jesus. Stole a- <laughs> that <laughs> college educated yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck him. Oh, man. It was a good three weeks that, that I felt was yeah. awful showing up to work. Um, but um, anyway, finally, um, at some point, it started to like it started to disintegrate. Like, no one really um, talked about it anymore. It was like not the, the top gossip. Yeah. And then he found it. He found the watch. Jesus. Like m- months later. Months later, yeah. yeah. He, found, he found the watch. And I was expecting like... A good like apology, maybe is that what they call? Like, uh, I would uh, call it an apology. Like, oh, I would. I would also like call it retribution. Like when you say you're sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you say you're sorry. Yeah. I would know, say like say you know, repay pay hoping. your debts. That's what I was hoping. You know that sort yeah. of thing. Um, and uh, no apology. No so apology. I, it was a very cringy, very cringy situation that took place over three months, three when, and a half. Yeah. Months. I mean, this guy literally single-handedly took down your entire reputation at your job. Yeah. By and falsely of, accusing you. And a lot of tips. And a lot of tips. Yeah. A lot of potential, yeah, potential for tips. money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which we all need right now. <laughs> yes. And this guy, no apology. Mm-mm. None. Mm-mm. That is unbelievable. But anyway, I quit soon after. Yeah. And he was gave you yeah. his business, business card. card. Yeah. Which was very, it was like a hidden apology. Message. It, was it was like, like a hidden, hidden message apology. apology. Like, yeah. here's my card. If you need anything. I found my Rolex <laughs> that I falsely accused you of stealing. anything about that. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. Here's my it was, card. It was a true Stanley Yelnats tale. Yeah. That's what I felt like. Yeah. I was very, um, I was empathetic of Stanley Yelnats. Stanley Yelnats. Which is a, which is a character from Holes. Yeah. Have you heard of that? From the uh, book and movie Holes. 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 Um, I can fix that. Yeah. If we had Andrew here, I'd have him look up things holes. about Holes. Mm-hmm. and When it was created. Yeah. And that, that can also bring us to a brief stint about how we can talk about how we're very sad to have left Andrew yeah. in Colorado. Before we go to my cringe, um, before we go to my cringe, we'll talk about... Uh, how we left Andrew <laughs> in Colorado. Um, so we have Andrew now yes, on the phone. We have him on the line, yeah. which is amazing. Um, so here we go. Yeah. Hey, Andrew, um, we're we're phoning you in here. We're doing a recording of um, the Curfew's final season finale episode. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah. As, as the producer, I'm honored to be allowed to. Uh, come back on this project of course you are of course you are um and this is we'll take this time now to tell you andrew that we're actually 
not going to start a new podcast. We're going to extend the curfew into season three. Really? Yeah. yeah that's, are you that's excited? Very welcome news. Yes. I'm excited to hear this. Yes. Uh, what's the? Uh, do we have any goals for this uh, third season? Oh wow! Goals. goals for third season. Um, I'd say we want to make it even better <laughs> than it was before. <laughs> that's a good goal. Um, that's oh. a good, very broad goal. That's a terrible goal. <laughs> um, no, I'd say more segments, more fun, more laughter. Um, Ross, take it away. I have a goal. I think we should expand into more guests that bring us into more topics that we don't know about. Yes. So we, you know, it's a little more ex- explorative. Better get yeah. explorative. Explorative. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Um, this this sounds ambitious. Yeah. And, it is. And mm-hmm. we're very sad that you're not here, Andrew. I'm I'm also sad. Um, I might uh, fly out to LA and uh, expense the ticket to the curfew. You should. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Do that, Andrew. Before you go, what was your favorite curfew memory? Oh, um, I think my favorite thing was just the entire anonymous name oh, uh, investigation right. yeah. and the results of that investigation. Great answer. Great Thank answer. you, Andrew. All right, Andrew. All right. You, you really you can't top that. That's that's our foray into investigative journalism. I agree. Was, that is that is an expose. Foray. And, uh, it was yeah. investigative yeah. journalism. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll let you get back to your Saturday night, Andrew. But we miss you a lot, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Love you, bud. That was Andrew Dewis Blair, producer. <laughs> Producer of the curfew. That was Andrew Dewis Blair. <laughs> I don't want to say former producer because he's still he still like has some... we just don't have anybody else who could yeah, produce this. No chance to the way that he does. Um, and you know he visits us. He, he does? did visit us. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But okay. since we're on the cringe, all right. Since we're on the cringe segment, I'll go into my cringe, which Ross knows. We've been talking about this cringe for a while. It's a good cringe. Um, it's a it's a good cringe. Maybe I'll get a, maybe I'll get in trouble for for talking about this cringe. Let's but, go. But I don't care. I've said a lot of things on this podcast that have and slash could get me in trouble. A lot of haves. I <laughs> say a lot of not much we've talked about has benefited. Yeah, a lot of haves. Like a lot of things we've said here have definitely gotten me in trouble. Um, and I've gotten you in trouble, Ross, mm-hmm. I'd totally. say. Um, especially you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we uh, we live for the narrative. This is an honest yeah. podcast. Right. We're not going to sugarcoat yeah. anything here. No sugar. Sugar-free. Like, the point of – the reason why we started this podcast is to be completely open book as to what mm-hmm. happens in our lives. Because if you don't tell a specific detail, it takes away the reality of right. it. Right. And those small details in these stories really make – the ridiculousness yes. and the surrealism of 20-something life, um, which is what we aimed to recreate and tell on this podcast, which is why we've decided to continue it. Um, I'd say that's oh, 100%. accurate, I'm right? Not, I'm nodding. Yeah. Um, to chime in also and further the point, the another great part of it is we listen back. Mm-hmm. And we listen back because now we've done it for a whole year. Yeah. And you can listen back a year ago and – and pretty much hear yourself talk, and it's like it's pretty much a diary. Yeah. And it's insane. It's weird. Yeah. It's like a diary that everybody's yeah. reading. Yeah, that's right. Not everybody, but there are a good. We had a good amount of people. But you don't over. sugarcoat a diary. Yeah, you don't sugarcoat a diary. So here we are. Yeah, sugar free. Sugar free. And what's your cringe? My cringe has to do with my first romance mm. in Los Angeles. Your first LA romance. My first LA romance. Great. Um, 
which was subpar. <laughs> to start to start there, you know, obviously Ross and I talked about in past episodes how we came off breakups last year and now we are here pursuing new things, new opportunities. And so a lot of these opportunities revolve around, you know, work, but also maybe a little bit of romance if we can swing it. Um <laughs> Ross is laughing, but he, this guy's living it up. Anyway. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I met a girl who yeah. I thought was, I mean, long story short, uh-huh. I met a girl who I thought was was cool. How do we meet her? We met her initially at a party yeah. about probably three or four months ago. It was pretty early. Yeah, it was day. pretty soon after yeah. we had moved here. And that girl, you know, didn't give us much attention. But then about zero. yeah zero attention really. Um, but the party was at her house, so we were trying to you know be nice guests. And uh, <laughs> you're shaking your head at me like no, we weren't. Okay. Um, so we, you know, we did the party. We came home. Blah blah blah. Forgot about it. No, here's the deal. It was a costume okay. party, and we didn't show up to the party in costumes. And I believe the narrative with her upon um, introduction. Mm-hmm. Um, we go, ah, oh, sorry, we're, un- we're underdressed. Yeah. And she goes, it's just kind of, it's kind of like wearing, it's kind of like not wearing a costume to a costume party. And I go, no, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> that's exactly yeah, what it is. Yeah. Of course, you know, we gave so it back. It bad. And, and that was a bad. And she wouldn't remember sass. this, obviously, yeah. which is funny. Yeah. But, uh, also the party was probably in July. So, so hey, October just happened. It's November. Have a costume party around Halloween time, I'd say. But anyway, I met this girl again about a month and a half ago going out. Later on. From yeah, the- later on, yeah. far after the party. She didn't remember meeting me at all the first time. But we hit it off to a point the second time. I thought it was going well. And then, you know, we hung out a few times. It was great. Had some drinks. Things were going well, but then I, you know, I said what I was doing on a specific Saturday night, which was going to our alma mater, University of Colorado's <laughs> football game against University of Southern California, which took place downtown LA area. And I said I was doing that, and I had my phone off because it was about to die. When I turned my phone on, to <laughs> much surprise, I had received upwards of. 40 text messages, <laughs> as well as many, many calls containing explicit content, I'd say, about why I was unable to respond to these messages and calls. In addition to this, Ross also turned his phone on. Mm-hmm. He had also received calls and texts from this very girl. Um, so she found my number. So she found this, Ross's yeah. number, you know, which to me, obviously, the... Uh, the texts to me were red flags, but the texts to my roommate, who she had met briefly one time, they obviously did not exchange numbers. We have no idea. I mean, we have mutual friends, so that's likely how she got Ross's number, yeah. but that was very uncomfortable. So that brought me to the decision that I should likely steer clear from <laughs> that point on. Likely. Yeah. Um, I and, and she seemed to have acknowledged that that had been my decision and she understood it. We went to the West Hollywood Halloween Carnival Fair, which is not the 
Carnival Fair does not describe, describe how describe. large yeah. this event is. It was a half a million people yeah. on one street. Yeah. Half was, a million? Yeah, probably. That's what the news said. It was insane. Yeah. North of half a million, yeah. probably. Yeah. And uh, and we go out to this one bar. Yeah. We meet up with our friend. Yeah. And this girl is there. In attendance. Yeah. And she was very, <laughs> you know... Fucked up. We drank. <laughs> yeah, we, there yeah. was drinking, and she was. I mean, Ross and I were drinking, but not that mm-hmm. much. This girl was drinking, slash, who knows what. You know, pretty much. She just made it clear that I had made the correct decision, and she <laughs> like came up to me and and told me that I, you know, she chewed me out. I mean, you yeah, you explain she, this more. She verbally assaulted Ari. Yeah, with these awful terms. It was very uncomfortable in front of people. Yeah, um, at a bar. At a bar. Um, and uh, Ari just absorbed it. It was it was, <laughs> it was awful. Uh, yeah. Didn't, uh, hate to see it. Um, yeah, hate and, to uh, see it. Um, yeah, so it was cringy. That's yeah, where the cringe comes in. It was really cringy. It was it, very cringy. Crin- we finally made it to the cringe, and the cringe is that, you know, there are a lot of people at this bar. I don't think I did that much wrong because I just made a decision not to continue things with this girl after – she clearly violated a lot of cross lines, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she chewed me out. She seemed like she was kind of, you know, fucked up. She would walk away really upset, it seemed mm-hmm. like. Then she would come back as if things didn't happen. And then she would try again to reignite things, to which I was not... And pursue yeah. friendly or maybe north of friendly right. interaction. interaction. To which I was not willing yeah. to right. to and it was cringy. abide by. And, it was cringy. and that was very cringy that yeah. like I'm supposed to forget that she just mm-hmm. called me a lot of not so nice names. Mm-hmm. And then I'd say again, like, hey, not not gonna not trying to be down for this. Right. And then she'd take her lap again. <laughs> maybe chew me out again and come back. And this this process repeated itself. Probably three or four times. Ooh, that is yeah. three too many times. I mean, it's many. <laughs> it's much too many times. Three too many times. Yeah. Um, and but so yeah, that was really, cringes. really fucking awkward. Ongoing cringes. You know, and so that's my introduction yeah. into um, romantic interest in LA. Oh. So. Uh, that's a good good topic. Yeah. Um, which for me is not going <laughs> super well, you could say. But uh, I'm not unhappy. No, very happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But not the best. Mm. I didn't have good dreams <laughs> that night. <laughs> I came home and I had very dark, just like back to back, like dark dreams. I don't know what mm. they were about, but I woke up in the morning and was like, "Shit, that was not a good. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a good night." Yeah. Um, I mean, would you add anything to that story? No, no. it's just been a very ongoing cringe. Yeah. Um, like my watch story. So yeah. I'm glad that we chose both. The most elongated cringes that yeah. we've had since Wait, the time here. Seriously. Only um, fitting considering we've yeah. been off for many months. Yeah. Um, but what else? What are, you, are we going to move on? Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Andrew came to visit and yep. it was a great weekend. Mm-hmm. I think now we can just be positive and talk about how exciting LA is when, yeah. you, have a, when you have a friend. Andrew we focus on negative experiences, yeah. but we yeah. really are yeah. happy yeah. here. It's yeah. great. I mean – we talked about risk reward. Reward mm-hmm. here is incredible. Yeah. We're about after this podcast ends, we're about to go to this Anderson Pack show, which is right up the street from us. <laughs> we're gonna walk down up the, the block. block. 
yeah. to one of our favorite rappers' performances. And it's free. And it's free. Like, it's it's just incredible. Like, yeah. you can find anything to do, to do on any given night. Yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, for how high cost of living LA is, mm-hmm. most things are pretty accessible. And yeah. It's, it's incredible. Um, and we love it. But yeah. anyway, Andrew came out to visit. Um, we went to a bar down the street from us, yeah. which is also walkable, mm-hmm. which is a crazy a praised yeah. aspect of things here. Um, and we went to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. What else did we do? We went to Disneyland. Andrew did, he kind of redeemed himself from his legendary, <laughs> I had the that? worst it was conversation the, It was the now. very first episode of The Curfew that yeah. we Because it's the best story ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we discussed Andrew's, yeah. yeah, Andrew's hilarious interaction with a girl at a bar in LA uh, about a, over a year ago now, <laughs> well over a year ago. Um, but uh, he redeemed himself, I'd say. Mm-hmm. We had a great time. We had a great time when he visited. We hope he comes back soon. Um, I'd say that's what we could say on that. Um, what else? What else can we talk about in terms of LA positivity? I can tell the Bieber story. Yeah, let's yeah. go. All right. I, this is definitely a ridiculous surrealism LA story here um, that I've been waiting to tell for a for a bit. Um, <laughs> really antsy about this yeah, Bieber really story. antsy about this Bieber story because mm-hmm. it's unreal. But essentially, I work in Beverly Hills, and I went down the street for lunch to a Chipotle, and in line at the Chipotle, it was me and two of my good friends from from my job. In line for Chipotle. We saw someone who looked and was dressed exactly like Justin Bieber in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of my friends joked and said, like, ha, that, there's Justin Bieber. And then we looked closer and we were like, oh, shit. That's not a joke. That's not yeah. a joke. That's mm-hmm. actually Justin Bieber. Um, you know, and so everybody ar- around the restaurant was, like, whispering to each other, like, holy shit, that's actually him. What the hell is he doing waiting in this in this public Chipotle line for Chipotle? This was so random. And uh, it just seems so surreal. Um, and everyone talks about, you know, yeah, we live in L.A., we see celebrities all the time. But this one was a little too high profile for what the scenario was. It is. He's but, the pinnacle yeah, of celebrities. he is the pinnacle. Of, yeah, he is, like... Mm-hmm. One of the because he evades paparazzi more than yeah. anyone. He's like an elusive dude Very right elusive, now. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, you know, we watched him order his burrito. We watched him walk out. We saw paparazzi taking pictures of him. Mm-hmm. We saw people outside of the Chipotle trying to grab him, take pictures. Uh-huh. He took pictures of them. Quietly walked away and across the street. And I was able to grab a picture of the back of Justin, yeah. like a very low quality picture of Justin Bieber. Oh, one of your best. One of your best. One, photos. one of my best yeah. photos. Thank you. Most discussed. Um, yeah, most discussed photos <laughs> of Justin Bieber's head, um, which was very interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I posted that to my IG story. Oh, yeah. cool. Good for and, you, man. That's and everyone crazy. was like, that's not fucking Justin Bieber. Like, mm-hmm. fuck you. That's just a dude with long blonde hair and a pink hoodie. And I was like, it is, but you can believe me or you cannot. Then two days later, many of you have probably seen that a very viral photo of Justin Bieber in a pink hoodie and long blonde hair eating a burrito sideways <laughs> entered onto the internet sphere, you know? And everybody was talking about this photo, news and and everybody on Instagram and Facebook. It was a meme. Yes. Yeah, people – I saw people dressed as Justin Bieber eating a burrito sideways on fucking Halloween. Like 
It was a test. It was insane. It was absolutely yeah. It was devoured. insane. Yeah. And everybody was tagging me in these photos saying like, oh my God, you actually saw him. You saw him right before he ate the burrito. He ordered a Chipotle. <laughs> the, 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 burrito. Burrito. the burrito. The sideways yeah. burrito. You saw him eat it. Um, you saw him order it and then yeah. he left. And right after he left, you know, the story goes that he ate that very burrito. And so... I thought that was insane. And I posted the photo on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. I said, here's proof that I saw the real Justin Bieber. And now his picture of him eating a sideways burrito is very viral. Um, And then last weekend, I was (laughs) sent a YouTube video. And that YouTube video was from a YouTube channel called Yes Theory that I was actually a big fan of before any of this happened. It's a very popular YouTube channel. Um, And they essentially Nathan For You'd, which if you haven't seen Nathan For You, you know, that's a great show of a guy who Mm -hmm. just pretty much pranks people in super elaborate ways. They essentially flew a Justin Bieber, like the (laughs) most Justin Bieber lookalike kid Mm -hmm. in this entire world, out to L.A., they took him to a to a, you got to see this video, but they took him to a wig store and they bought him all these clothes from Urban Outfitters and mm. they took him to Chipotle. <laughs> they filmed him ordering the burrito and my friend's face is in the video. And then they took pictures of him eating the burrito sideways at the park across the street from the Chipotle, and the pictures went insanely viral. You know, and they just want they the whole shtick is that they just want to manipulate Ross's favorite thing to do. It is manipulate I'm so and about this yeah and project. prank. The whole internet, the whole world. <laughs> and what's crazy about that is that I was on the front lines of the pranking. I'm happy to say yeah. that I that I didn't need the internet to be pranked because right. they got me in You're real the front row seat. Yeah. Yeah. Um so this story was very, very it ridiculous. Really is astounding. I, I think I'm proud to say that it's crazier to have seen this take place mm-hmm. than to have just actually <laughs> seen the real Justin Bieber and let it be what it is, you know? Um so that's a Classic L.A. surrealist story that's happened in recent time, but that kind of shit happens. I mean, shit like that. It does. It happens on it your happens walk all to the, the time. fucking yeah. grocery, grocery store. Like, Just like, you know, Ross and I were eating at a Chipotle a few weeks ago, and Seth Rogen yeah. drove by us while lighting a joint <laughs> in his car. Quintessential yeah. Seth Rogen activity. Sorry to out you, yeah. Seth Rogen. I know you don't want anyone knowing. <laughs> knowing that he smokes yeah. weed. Yeah, knowing crazy. that he smokes weed yeah, while crazy. driving. Yeah. Um, but, uh. It just we saw that. Yeah, that shit happens like that all happens. the time. Um, so it really wasn't like yeah. unbelievable to see Justin Bieber mm-hmm. in a Chipotle line, but it, it, it is unbelievable to see a dude who looks exactly mm-hmm. like Justin yeah. Bieber and was made a to look even Justin. more like him. A pseudo Justin. By a YouTube yeah. channel. And so that's my story. Yeah. Amazing. There you go. It is, it's just exciting to live here. Like, it's exciting. It is exciting. Stuff. It's very rewarding, like we've we, said. We saw Kyle yeah. Mooney. We saw Kyle cool. Mooney at a random bar in Santa Monica. At a hotel bar. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Which is... Bearded Kyle Mooney. Yeah. Going for the undercover uh-huh. Kyle Mooney look. Yeah. One of our faves. We're big Kyle Mooney big fans. Big fans. So big fans. we should have said... On yeah. it, we really should have said something, but... Um, <laughs> that's just one of my small stories. Regrets. Yeah. Just one of my small um, regrets. Um, but what else? I, you know, we can... I think we can get ready to head out here to this... I know. I'm Anderson just stoked to be back. Yeah. Feel a little um, rusty. Feel yeah. a little rusty on the on the mic. I do too. How do you feel I, a little yeah. rusty, but I think we're getting back into it. So yeah. thank you for being patient with us if you're listening. And mm-hmm. yeah, you if know. you listen to this one, 
Big props to you. That's yeah. that's awesome. That's yeah. yeah. If you listen to this yeah. one, mm-hmm. you rock because uh, we pretty mm-hmm. much abandoned. <laughs> and if you're listening at this here. point, forty-seven minutes in, you're <laughs> you a really fan. we love it. You're probably you. a single person yeah. that exists <laughs> in this world. If you're listening at this point, um, and you've won. Yeah, you've yeah. won. Uh, but hopefully, we start building it up, building it back up for season three, mm-hmm. and get our get our weekly listeners back. We're going to be weekly from here on out, probably on Sundays. Yeah, um, but this one's going to release on a Saturday night. And, and um, we look forward to uh, continuing the curfew what's to back. Come? Yeah, yeah. Um, so season it feels three, good. season three will hold a lot of new new adjustments. So yeah. we're, we're excited about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stand your toes. Um, yeah. I'm excited to say this okay. and say it for a while. Yeah, um, hit the jingle. Oh my god! All right, here we go. And you said we're not friends anymore. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe she did that, man. That is unreal. Well, I was gonna say that. Ha ha ha.